strong cash demand for calves and feeder cattle last week helped buoy feeder cattle features, cow slaughter continues at an accelerated pace. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents, Wes Ishmael. Hello, I'm Wes Ishmael. Welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 2nd of August, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, which emphasizes a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsbasinbeef.org forward slash goals or more simply usrsb.org and look for the goals tab. Now to the news. Demand continued strong for calves and feeder cattle last week. Nationwide, steers and heifers sold 2 to $7 a hundredweight higher, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. There were instances of $15 higher in the north-central region for calves coming from drought-stressed areas. For instance, AMS reporters explain drought is pushing yearlings off of grass earlier, and in southwest Nebraska, balling calves were coming to town two to three months ahead of normal. The CME feeder cattle index closed $5.02 higher week-to-week on Friday at $174.04 a hundredweight. Feeder cattle futures closed an average of $0.41 cents higher week-to-week on Monday thanks to an average increase of $1.64 to start the week. For most of last week, feeder cattle futures were pressured by surging corn futures, which was tied to hotter, drier weather, and Russia's attack on Ukraine's deep seaport at Odessa. Corn futures closed an average of about 26 cents higher in new crop contracts week to week on Monday. The cash feeder cattle market and feeder cattle futures are jockeying for position in an attempt to determine where prices should be, says Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments. Noting price resistance after trading toward the upper end of contract trading ranges the previous week, Griffith points out the CME feeder cattle index increased $19 a hundredweight between June 1st and July 27th, while spot feeder cattle futures increased about $8. Griffith explains the basis or the difference between cash prices and futures prices has narrowed considerably moving into August which is to be expected as cash prices and futures prices should converge. He adds that narrowing basis is due mostly to higher cash prices. Ready supplies and leverage helped packers buy fed cattle cheaper in the spot market last week. Live prices were a dollar lower in the Southern Plains at $135 a hundredweight, a dollar to $550 lower in Nebraska at $139 to $143.50, and steady in the western corn belt at 141 to 145. Dress prices were $2 lower in Nebraska at $225 
and three to five dollars lower in the Western Corn Belt at 224 to 225. The five area direct weighted average fed steer price last week was a dollar and 29 cents lower on a live basis at 139 dollars and 83 cents a hundred weight. The average fed steer price in the beef was two dollars and six cents lower at 225.53. Estimated total cattle slaughter for the week of 669,000 head was 4,000 head more than the previous week and 23,000 head more than the same week last year. Total estimated year-to-date cattle slaughter of 19.48 million head was 234,000 head more or 1.2% more than the previous year. Estimated total year-to-date beef production of 16.07 billion pounds was 169.5 million pounds more or 1.1% more than a year earlier. Late summer market fundamentals continue to place pressure on the finished cattle market, Griffith says, explaining this pressure will persist for several more weeks as the supply of cattle is ample and as consumers continue to put disposable income into vacations and back-to-school purchases. However, Griffith expects prices to soften at a measured pace rather than posting a steep decline. Live cattle futures held their own last week, supported by higher wholesale beef values and looming tighter supplies. They closed mixed week-to-week on Monday from an average of $0.61 lower in the front three contracts to an average of $0.81 higher. Choice box beef cutout value was $2.49 higher week-to-week on Monday at $270.60 a hundred weight. Select was $2.10 lower at $242.90. The CME box beef index was $0.51 lower week-to-week on Friday at $262.06. According to Griffith, beef prices likely will be supported the next few weeks with late summer purchasing heading toward Labor Day, which is typically the last major beef-moving event of the season. Remember, a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsbasinbeef.org and look for the goals tab. Beef cow slaughter continues at an accelerated pace. Nationally, year-to-date beef cow slaughter was 14.1% more year-over-year through mid-July, according to Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University, in his weekly market comments. In order for cow slaughter to be less than double digits higher for 2022, Peel says beef cow slaughter would have to drop to less than 6% higher year-over-year for the rest of this year. Further, Peel explains, heifer slaughter is up 3.9% year-over-year so far. Peel also points out the July 1st inventory of heifers in feedlots was 2.9% more than last year and confirms that heifers continue to be diverted into feeder channels rather than being retained for breeding. 
He adds that the mid-year cattle inventory showed the beef cow herd was down 2.4% year-over-year, and the inventory of beef replacement heifers was down 3.5%. So, Peel says, the beef industry is poised to see the largest single-year beef cow herd liquidation in more than 35 years. As cow liquidation continues, Griffith explains, it's certain that beef production will decline in coming months and years, and this expected reduction in beef production is likely to push wholesale beef prices higher once again. As mentioned in Cattle Current recently, the calculated number of calves outside feedlots July 1st of 35.7 million head was a million head fewer, or 2.7% less than the same time last year. Total cattle and calves of 98.8 million head was 2 million head fewer, or 2% less year over year. And that's your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 2nd of August, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef. I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.